0: Hello and welcome along to episode 18 of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself Barry Drake. We have two guests on this week's podcast and uh, we will catch up with Declan Byrne uh, who trained Ballymac Beanie to glory in the recent final of the sporting press Irish Oaks and um, one of the owners Pat Dobbs top uh, jockey no stranger to big race success in the world of horse racing will also speak to us on this week's podcast so a to look forward to and we're going to start with Declan Byrne. Declan, we will start by congratulating you on uh, a fabulous success recently at Shelburne Park when um, Bally Beeney was crowned Queen of the Track winning the 2020 Sporting Press uh, Irish Oaks 25000 Jorah Decider, and um, I'm sure that was a real special occasion for yourself and all connected.
1: It was, yeah, it was uh, fantastic. Um, it was uh, great to be involved in those big races so uh, to have one as good as that was its fantastic you know and fabulous for the owners This is their first dog with me you know so uh, it was off to a great start and uh, they got a great thrill out of it as well you
0: know I'm sure they did and um, just tell us how you um, got your hands on Belly MacBeanie first of all um,
1: Damien Gleason of Hardmore Ar- 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 Greyhound Nutrition uh, is friendly with Pat Dobbs and uh, um, and uh, Pat had asked him to keep on the lookout for something nice so Damien uh, was down with uh, Liam Dowling and he asked Liam had he something that might suit him so uh, they came up with this one anyhow and uh, um, Pat and his brother Alan bought, bought her and uh, she came from Liam up to me and, uh, around the 1st of May i say and uh, from... Uh, so that's how I got her but uh, she's uh, yeah she's been great ever since everything we've done with her she's been you
0: know brilliant you know yeah look um, the, the breeding needs no introduction uh, was there a bit of pressure on you um, handling I suppose such a uh, maybe a high profile for, for ground
1: no, so, no the lads are easy they, they, they don't put in her out you know um, when she arrived to, 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 to us she was uh, I think about five weeks in season when she came to us so was probably ideal because uh, we could take our time then and let her go through our season. And she was kind of settling in at the same time, so it was probably, it was probably ideal that she, she, when she came, you know, that she was going through the season, and we were able to take our time at the start with her, and she had settled in before we before we really kicked on with her. And um, um, you know, she she she's been. Uh, Liam said, you know, coming up that she was she was very good and. Every time we we tried her like that, she she done exceptionally well. So,
0: yeah, she was she's always been great for us, you know. Yeah, definitely. We can see her sixteen, eighteen qualifying trial in Waterford, and um, you know, it took her maybe a race or two to find her feet. But when she got that victory in Clonmel, um, it 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 has really taken off since. And since the the switch to the Shelburne Park, I think um, she's made that tra- track her own yeah, in, in recent months.
1: Yeah, she has. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. She she had a. Uh, she had tried well in water uh, uh, um, prior to race and, and um, just missed it the first couple of nights down there. Just was probably a little bit keen and just was well just wasn't getting it right at the traps. So we gave her two runs there and she'd done the same the second night. So we took her away then up to Clanmel and, and uh, we put her in the, a couple of sprint races in Clanmel and uh, she she was uh, she won and then she was second. So but. Um, they seemed to crown her a bit, you know, they, she, she just seemed to steady herself in the box a bit and she was trapping a bit better, so we took a chance then, probably <laughs> a fortnight before the Oaks started, I said, sure, we took a chance and we just entered her in Shelburne in, a, in an A3 race and we knew she was a good bit better than that, it was just a case of whether she'd take to the track or not, and she popped out first time around, there, you know, and won in 28-28, I think it was, and... Um, so you know to full steam ahead then to the Oaks you know which was grand we had a break a week then before the Oaks started and she took to the place like a doctor to watch. it was unbelievable you know how, how well she took to the track you know
0: and and, and in fairness the Oaks this year the, the standard and quality of bitches in that competition this year surely must, must be up there with one of the best Oaks of all time
1: it seems to be yeah it seems to be the the general consensus that it was a very good Oaks and there was some very good bitches in it and um um, you know, uh, it was a it was a great lineup in the final line, but you know she she just managed to she she got it spot on in the night. You know she flew over, uh, not so much flew out of the box, but her, her first couple of strides are electric. You know she 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 probably hit the ground with them, but her first two or three strides are, are really good. You know, and she 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 got two lengths kind of by the by the winning line going up the first time, and that was it. Then you know she kind of she held that the whole way around and um, she kicked on off the second bend and then they uh, off the last again it's funny her for for a that she so much early she she actually stays she stays very well you know she she gets the 5 to 5 very strong and probably gets further at the same time you know
0: yeah and tell us about the, the excitement after winning such a high profile race here in the race in Canada here in Ireland
1: <laughs> this was a, this was a now, the owners weren't there on the night, so it was just uh, myself and, uh, and uh, a friend of mine that travelled with me on the night and uh, uh, so there was, there was only the two of us really up there and uh, so was, uh, uh, no, there wasn't much celebrations there <laughs> uh, It was kind of straight home and, and uh, leave out the dogs again so the we hadn't too much celebrations but uh, it was a great thrill at the same time
0: it was great great to be involved yeah I'm sure I'm sure it was and um, just tell our tell our listeners of the podcast how it all started for you Declan where did the, the love and passion come for, for our great sport here
1: uh, we always had dogs uh, my father Frank Bourne was uh, Controlled steward at um, Waterford Waterford and in a tracks years ago and um, uh, there was always dogs at home from the time we were you know there was always thirty or forty greyhounds below at home all down the year So, from the minute we could walk, we were outside with greyhounds. Such as we we, we, were involved, we were involved in greyhounds all our lives, you know. And there's still greyhounds below at home. My sister Marie has greyhounds below there at home as well now. So um, we've always been involved in greyhounds down the years.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and of course, Sam um, enjoyed some great nights as well down through the years. Just tell us a small bit about your your operation at home. Um
1: at the moment we probably have about 20 track dogs there uh, trialling you know listen there's about 3 or 4 might say, racing at the minute there's probably about another 8 or 8 schooling to get ready to race and probably about another 8 or 10 you know um, schooling and, and they'll go to England you know that belong to English science. That we school them to a, up to a certain level, and then they go over. So all the dogs we have here wouldn't be necessarily for racing here. They, you know, we we school a lot of them for um, some English people, and and then they go over and do their racing over. But that's fine, you know. We enjoy that too, and uh, and um, it fills up the kennels So, but at the minute, there's probably only about three or four racing, and uh, probably about another eight or ten. School that'll be ready to race maybe early in the new year you know
0: yeah and then and no stranger I suppose introducing uh, fast pups um, on, on debut and stuff like that I don't
1: know we've been lucky enough yeah we've had some nice ones uh, we've uh, down the years we've had some nice young dogs you know we we won the project stakes there a few years back with uh, Whitey's Hawk um, which actually went into the he went into the project stakes unraced and and uh, um, he broke his maiden duck in the final so that was the, the right night to, to, to win his first race uh, but uh, uh, he, he actually got injured on the night hurt his wrist and he never ran after so it was great excitement to win it with a pup but uh, it was a pity that he actually got injured and uh, uh, he, he never ran after but he he,
0: he you know, he had the makings of a terrific greyhound, you know. Yeah, that's um that's quite a story. Um to 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 go in and debut and then go on and win it. Um, brilliant stuff, unfortunately, what what happened after. But just in terms of Bally Beanie will she line up at the winter festival?
1: Yep, she's out Saturday night and just after seen the draw there actually before we spoke and uh she's uh she's in the open pitch 5 on Saturday night and so yeah, that's the plan So she'll she'll run on Saturday night the Christmas Oaks starts the following week so we'll see we'll see how we go Saturday night she's probably due to come in season January uh, January February time so um, she'll be getting a good well-earned break then so we may go again after we may go in the Christmas Oaks uh, uh, and um next week as well so we'll see we'll see how she goes this saturday but uh it wouldn't surprise me if we, we went again in the christmas oaks because as i said she's going to have a she's going to have a break uh probably in january or february anyway so um we might just kick on away until that time comes and then she'll get a good
0: break then yeah Yeah, such an exciting and and consistent tracker she has uh, produced a number of sensational performances in in recent weeks and uh, we're certainly looking forward to seeing her um, back in action um, this weekend so look obviously look we'll be coming to to the end of the year and uh, hopefully we'll have a lot to look forward to um, as well next year Um, obviously winning the Oaks I suppose does it make you maybe even hungrier for, for more success? going forward?
1: Uh, sure, listen, yeah, you, you'd love to have a, a few more like her in, in the kennel that you, you could be competing with uh, in the big ones, but listen, she's young, so she she, she alone will be probably, uh, you know, she's eligible for the Caribbean things like that next year, so, um Hopefully we'll see it all depending on her seasonal break, she we go. So and you'd never know. We might we might hit it on the the, the lad pass Pas, Pas and passing allen dogs have bought a few more off leam in the meantime, so you'd never know you're looking we might get another one.
0: You know? oh, definitely that's um yeah, I've actually we spoke to Pat and um he seems like that um you know like he he's really putting effort into the game and uh they seem to have big plans going forward.
1: They seem to yeah, yeah, they, yeah Pat Pat loves uh, Pat and Allen they, they love the Greyhounds and uh yeah they're, they they seem to be Getting involved And, and um, They're after buying up A, a few more So they, they, A few nice You know and, and good lines They're they're buying off good lines uh, uh, So uh, Yeah They they seem to have a, They seem to have a plan In their head anyway Where they're going So hopefully it'll all work
0: out Yeah and just in terms of You said they're like Good dam lines Is there anything that Obviously you deal with A lot of young greyhounds Is there anything you look um, For in particular In terms of maybe Stud dogs Or is it just All about a good dam line
1: you know, I suppose la, 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 the the main bit of it is probably the dam line. You know, if they'll, I think if they if have a good dam, she 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 they often see that they they throw them to various different sires. You know, um, I, I think probably the dam is probably you know more important than the sire. Now it, it, that it, you know the sire come to the wild, but at the same time, I, I you, you often see there a bit She she'll throw them in various different litters to various different stud dogs. So. I, it's probably you know, if you're getting into the breeding you probably really have to concentrate on what you're buying them off the, off the damn side more so than the fire, you
0: know? Yes, yes. And um look it's been I suppose challenging times um for, for all in, in recent months, but um as being as I've been saying to numerous people who I've been speaking to in, in recent times, um greyhound racing continuing has been a great therapy for, for many um greyhound lovers all over the country.
1: Yeah, yeah. Listen, we're, we're, we're very lucky that we were able to continue racing. Um, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's great that these dogs are able to continue running away. If, um, it's not ideal that the owners can't get in, but listen, uh, hopefully maybe early in the new year that law will change and 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 they might get back in. You know, but the main thing was was that the racing continued, and and that the the dogs were able to continue and train and continue running. You know, so. Um, it's not been ideal for anyone besides the greyhounds everyone had to suffer so uh, but hopefully you know, maybe early in the new year things might change and we get back and get, see the crowds back at the tracks on Saturday nights and things like that because there's some fabulous dogs running there to the shame that the that stands aren't full to see them running you know
0: yeah, that's um that spot on there, um, Declan. Uh, hopefully we'll we'll see crowds back in in their uh, stadiums going forward because uh, we've seen some amazing um performances in, in recent months some great competitions and uh so much to look forward to as well going forward. Look, we'll ver- wish you the very best of luck um with Belly McBeanie at the weekend. Um, as I said, we're certainly looking forward to seeing her back um in action. Congratulations on that um fabulous success, and I'm sure it's something that you will be talking about uh, for many years to come.
1: That's great, that's great Thanks a million
0: Barry We also spoke with one of the part owners Of Ballymac Beanie Which is um, leading uh, flat jockey Pat Dobbs Pat is based in Dubai at the moment So we made the phone call to Dubai To catch up with Pat And um, have a listen to what Pat had to say Highlights for you looking back On your racing career at, the, at this stage Pat?
2: My biggest highlight was probably out in Dubai When I won the Codolphin Mile A few years ago and obviously um, the coronation I won on Pedder's Moon was a brilliant day as well
0: yeah and tell us about um, the, the Dubai experience because I know you've been associated to the Doug Watson um, yard in recent um, recent years um, it looks from just looking in at the television and watching the race and there it looks like a very special place
2: yeah it's, you have to see it to believe it really it's a fabulous set up um, second to none Obviously, we race on dirt most of the time, so it's um, you need a required horse for us. Um, and but it's um, prize money is very good, lifestyle is very good.
0: I'm sure it is, and you obviously are based in in Dubai at the moment. Then, what would be your plan of action for the next couple of months?
2: Yeah, I'm here. Well, I uh, hopefully can get home for Christmas, um, but I'm out until the middle of April. Obviously, the good racing doesn't start till January the twenty first. I've put it back a little bit this year. But um, we've got some nice horses there to go to war with.
0: Great, we'll be keeping a close eye on them. And just in terms of the flat season here in, in Ireland and in the UK, will you be hoping to be back in the UK once again next year?
2: Yeah, that's the plan. No, I normally go back early April. Um, it all depends on the Guineas tries. We've got a few nice three-year-olds for the tries next year. Um, I'll have to go back a little bit earlier and probably sit on a few of them.
0: Nice one, and uh, I suppose the the main the main meaning for for this phone call today is for 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 us to have a chat on on, on greyhound racing because on on Saturday night, um we've seen uh, an unbelievable Oaks final, really. Um, we'd seen some amazing performances throughout the competition, but the event was won by a greyhound called Ballymac Beanie, who's trained by Waterford trainer um, Declan Byrne. And um, just tell us your involvement uh, with Ballymac Beanie, um, Pat.
2: Um, it all started actually. Damien Gleeson from Ardmore, and um, Doug Watson buys a lot of his supplements off him. Um, we were having a chat one day, and he mentioned Liam Dowling, and I was always wanting to buy one off Liam, a bitch to breed later on. <coughs> and um, he gave us a few options, and we picked her, luckily enough.
0: Wow That was a, a fantastic um, success Just tell us about the, the thrill you would have got out of seeing her Post um, them phenomenal performances Even prior to the final itself Because she had posted some real flashy times Around Shelburne Park Top class performances
2: Yeah um, My brother Alan obviously went half her with me um, And his wife And he spoke to Liam Dowling Before we bought her And Liam said she had everything She had early And she stayed So um, the first couple of runs were a little bit ropey, but the Penny finally dropped her on Shelburne. The first time round there was a great run. Um, a friend of mine, Shea Begley, told me after she'd, she'd done a sprint trial in Waterford that she'd probably end up breaking 28 seconds if she stayed, and he was not far off the mark.
0: Yeah, I'm sure she'll break that um, in time to come because she's got so close and um, obviously going into the final on Saturday night it's always one of the real special occasions here in in Greyhound Racing in Ireland the final of the the Sporting Press Irish Oaks and uh, I'm sure hopes were high going into the final um, on Saturday night, Pat Sorry? I'm sure hopes were high going into the final on Saturday night
2: Yeah, I wasn't mad about the draw, I thought Ali McArthur's been very consistent trapping and Swanley Chick can't come out like she did in semi so we're just hoping for a clear run around really um, but once she did break it's actually very hard to come from come from behind her
0: Yeah I think I was just writing a piece of bowler earlier it'd be near impossible to come from behind her and just tell us where you watched the final on Saturday night
2: I was actually woke up just before the race um, my brother Alan normally tapes and sends it on to me as I can't watch it live out here because the um and buzz only works in England, UK I think it's blocked out here. There's a few things blocked out here, like gambling things, so actually I was watching, waiting for my phone for the result to come through and it was a few minutes after and I thought there was nothing I thought she must have got beat. But I went on Twitter on now so and I could see it, it came up Bally McBeaney, sporting Press Irish Hawks winner. So it was a nice
0: watch Then I watched her on Twitter uh, Outstanding Sounds like a, a real thrill And uh, look She looks uh, a most promising type Going forward Still a very young ground So I'm sure you'll have High hopes for more success uh, Moving forward Pat
2: Yeah <clears throat> She won't be overaced Barry um, We really got her for breeding So we we'll leave. We we'll leave Declan Burnt he, he, he can pick And choose where he goes with
0: her Yeah Very very shrewd you know, operator He knows her Yeah and uh, look, we won't keep you too long. More just in terms of your passion for greyhound racing. Obviously, you said your your brother Alan as well, um, joint owner with you, Alan Dobbs. I think he he's involved in the, the Joseph O'Brien yard here um, in, in Ireland.
2: Yeah, no, it's always been a passion of mine. Um, both sides of my fa- mum and dad's family have always had greyhounds, so I, g- I grew up with them really. And my uncles have had them for a long time. Um. I used to go over after school and walk them in the evenings and that um, obviously trying to get a good one is very hard but we got very lucky with Barry McBeanie
0: yeah you sure did and by the sounds of it um, you, obviously you said "Look, she's going to be kept for breeding so you're thinking ahead and and, and thinking of more grounds in the future
2: oh yeah it's a, it's a massive passion for me um, I love grounds or lovely dogs
0: <coughs>
2: great pets as well and they're bred to gallop and bred to run. <clears throat> and that's what they
0: like doing. Yeah, they sure do. Pat, look, it was really great to speak to you. We appreciate you taking the, the call um, from Dubai. And uh, we're delighted that you won the Oaks on Saturday night. Um, great to see such a high-profile jockey involved in our great sport here. And uh, we're wishing you all the success in the world going forward. Pleasure, Barry. Talking dogs on Thursday with Barry Trade. For all the latest greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash talking dogs.